This is arc analysis. This is arc analysis. This is <laughs> like, arc analysis. Arc, arc analysis. I like how we, we. Oh man, none yeah. of that made sense. We were. <laughs> but, but but people are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> this. Here, hey folks, this is arc analysis. This is arc analysis. I enunciate that time. Yeah, no, but I like the speedy like. You shoot, you shoot. You shoot, I shoot, right? That was the first one. I don't know if it's going to make the cut, but... Bitch Planet, Volume 1. Extraordinary Machine is what it's called. Published by Image Comics 2015. Written by Kelly Sue Kelly Sue DeConnick. Drawn by Valentin Delandro. Uh, all uh, of the covers are intensely their own thing and insanely like beautiful. Like They mm-hmm. look like, like 1960, like those retro hippie type vibes mm-hmm. and none of the artwork like that repeats anywhere in the book so like they're even more special they're like trading cards so <clears throat> special shout out to that specifically because every issue i was like yeah man it's got me hyped yeah man yeah i remember i remember seeing this in the stores uh when i used to go buy them in person and i was like the name caught me i was like caught my attention bitch play. i was like oh mm-hmm. maybe i'll check that out but i had so many books right. so many pulls at the time i was like i'll get i'll get back to that um i didn't know it was a limited run it's only 10 issues we're doing volume one right now extraordinary machine so that's five issues we're doing the first five yeah um and these the world the stories is cool it's interesting it's a man's world and there's there's a whole planet where they usher women away who do not comply to the world's law and order um one woman kamau is did i say that right kamau is tossed with forming a team of inmates to participate in a sporting event against men's teams for like entertainment and it's all fueled by the need for engagement and viewership responses. That's basically the gist of it for the beginning. Yeah, and there's like cool concepts that you're like you're hoping that they tie in, right? Yeah. Like you have the rock or uh, the great escape kind of thing where like you're in prison, but then you have like moon planets, right? So if you ever seen dead leaves, you got that cool stuff going on there. But then something simple of sports. So we have the longest yard, which are also prison movies. So a really easy way to pull people into this world is because all the things we've seen already are very easily uh, translated. It's yeah. So basically it's a, it's a, yeah. It's a, like I said before, it's a prison It's a world planet that was created just as a prison for women and other things you learn later on, but uh, for women who do not comply. And that's one of the things I will commend the book about is the way, um, the dialogue is written, yeah. uh, like the passive aggressive, like the the chauvinistic, like Overtones, tones to everything. Yeah. Hilarious, like it's really that's really well done. That's like remember like the newscaster, he's, he keeps calling his newsmate sweetheart. Okay, sweetheart. Yeah, know? there's like, that all the like uh, president businessmen, like they all have their yeah. like one jokes so are like, oh, women doing construction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and, like the narrative is split between two different sides, right? You're gonna see. The prison planet, which is way more interesting, and like the characters are more compelling, and then yep. everything that's going on in, I guess, Earth, where like they're watching this because they're streaming this out, they're financing it, so they have to talk to different like businesses and dudes are trying to get in, and then uh, there's like stake in it, right? There's certain characters that like I know somebody that's in that prison, so I have to talk about this, and like they roll off of the weird like father and like I guess priest allegory or like yeah, high, high, high hierarchy, right? And that's that's weird, um, but there's cool stuff that we were talking about on the prison planet that I feel like they don't 
utilize as well as they could have, right? Like this book is interesting, but it doesn't for me stick the landings on all the stuff that it starts off getting me excited about or like interested in. Yeah, because the first issue is really cool. Like there's the they followed I don't remember the guy's name because he's only in it at the beginning. Remember the guy who's like his wife is missing? And they set it up like he's okay. like trying to get his wife back. Right. This might be a spoiler, but it's all in the first issue, so whatever. Yeah, he's trying to get it He's trying to get his wife back from the planet. She's like, "Oh!" Then they keep split. They keep cutting between his him talking, yeah, yeah him ta- him talking to like I guess some sort of a representative for uh, Bitch Planet, which is yeah. actually called the Auxiliary Compliance Outpost, which is a hilarious yeah. name. But it's um, he's trying to get his wife out of there, or sort of seems, and they show his wife, and they're just like, "I don't belong here." I don't belong. And he's like, "She doesn't belong here." Yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out it's a mix up with some names, and he's actually. He's trying to get his mistress back, and he just kind of like <laughs> leaves his wife there, like his young towards younger. I was like, "That's clever." The way that twisted that was, I was like, "That's clever." <clears throat> and I thought the book was going to be a lot of that tone and like, <clears throat> yeah, say, uh, not satirizing, uh, just like making overt fun of like how this uh, patriarch in this world is operating it. And again, you're right; it's super interesting. But she kind of takes her foot off that gas. <clears throat> As we like, we go through the prison planet, and there's different ways of like it's just a normal jail system, except they have this cool room that you can throw a prisoner in, and they're surrounded by screens, and they like have to a talk to room, kind yeah, of. like they have to talk to like an AI, whoever the AI lady is throughout the comic. But like a room where they scan you and like understand your brain, your deepest darkest fears, and they don't really play that up because it's it's supposed to be a room that like they learn their lesson or they get punished in, but they don't do that in this book, right? Like they don't cross that line. They don't make you identify with the prisoners and like the torture that they're going through. And like, those are one of the things that burn you because you see that AI chick constantly. Right. And she could have been played up as like a major character, depending on where they're trying to go with it. But she wasn't right. And it's like, it's, so the the idea of it was really I love I love the world the world's really cool and the plot that this is going on it ends in a cliffhanger uh, in the, the first five do so we won't talk about anything afterwards because we haven't read those yet but the first five it's like <clears throat> it ends on a cliffhanger and they're building up to this to this thing and uh, you said it before we were recording it's kind of like there's like a longest yard type vibe yeah. here and it's true it's like a bunch of prisoners get together. <laughs> And they form a team to fight right. in the Plains League. And their first game against the guards is like a shit show. Like just the guards are breaking rules and doing anything. And then they just are smoking people. But right. the only character we actually get any backstory for is uh, Penny. She has a one issue to herself, which is a really good issue. Yeah. But at the end of it, it's it's hard for, to, to describe because like Penny's a big girl, right? She's, she's big and mm. tall and buff and... Uh, chunky, right? And um, yeah, she's a linebacker. She's huge. Yeah, she's huge. She's huge, and that's what they did. That's why they want her on the team, right? So that she can de- she can de- protect or defend the smaller girls. And uh, she has. They have a story about how she like where she started from and how she got uh, sent to Bitch Planet, and then like the AI thing, right? They're like, oh, who's your mm-hmm. perfect? Yeah, like what's oh. your perfect image? And it's like right. it's her. Like guys, she sees herself now, and the guy's like, oh, and I understand. This is where I get conflicted because I understand the point that the writer's trying to make. Right. It's like love yourself type thing. But, and it's a surprise for like the, the chauvinistic men who were like in charge of it. 
but at the same time, it's it's hard to like to me. It's like oh, the, so that character's arc is already done. Like just yeah. come full circle in Asia. What, what like, more do we? Yeah. What, what yeah. Do we the, get to learn from her? Correct. So that that's the thing. So it's like it's cool to see, but it's kind of like okay, well, I can disengage from her because she's got nothing else to learn. Really, it sounds kind of harsh, but you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Like it's it, it doesn't sound harsh. It's fair okay. because you're you're attempting a lot of things in this type of book. Um, one pacing's completely off too because you yeah. go from the frenetic pace of what's going on in Bitch Planet and everything is like minute to minute, second by second. We have to make sure we get this next thing to move to the next. But then you cut it with like board meetings with like dudes and businessmen that I don't care about and won't last. They just need to get their one joke off or whatever exposition. Mm-hmm. And it breaks any sort of tension or like interest that I have in the females, which you're trying to build up as the protagonist. But every time I go back to them, it's unearned. Like I like Cam, but I had to go through the entire story before I liked Cam. Um, yes, you don't get to find yeah. out about the other girls. She doesn't even get a real, she doesn't really get a, a backstory, a full no. issue. Ka- uh, Cam Coleman, right? She, She's she she's a great character, but it's like I want to know more about her. And then we were talking about the way in which Cam is perceived to us, because the majority of a book is black and I guess uh, brown and other yeah visible minorities. Shade, yeah shaded uh, characters, and all um, of the business and like free and rich people are just old rich white men, right? So you have that kind of uh, look at this in balance but when you find out that the writer is white um it changes how you're reading the character who the protagonist who's black and we were saying like uh the language doesn't always add up to what you want the writing to be so like it hurts it a little right and then Mm -hmm. like for me i don't know if that's a level of black fishing right like we're coming out of a time where majority if not all the books and characters that had black uh, protagonists or villains they were sensationalized sensationalized by the white writers at the time and like if you look at red falcon or kind of even storm or uh, luke cage like it took a while before those voices made more sense because of the writers who were writing them and it's easy to to play up sort of like jive talk or slang or accents and like verbiage that you think would be what this character sounds like, but you're like, that's a tightrope. So I don't know if she accomplished what she set out to do, even though this book is fairly interesting. Like there's a lot going on. Well, yeah, the ideas in it are really interesting. Uh, Some of the characters are really interesting. Uh, We didn't talk about the, uh, the two tech guys. Oh shit. That they open every issue and they're always talking about, they're, they're basically the watchers, right? They control all the cameras in the place and they're, they're kind of divided on some, on some, some topics, right? They, they discuss what's going on in the prison, and, and I we don't get enough of them, I don't think. Yeah, they often bring in a nice like change of like levity and stuff yeah. too, because you like they're tongue in cheek and like they've just been doing this their like entire work life, right? Like they know each other kind of inside out, but you like that dynamic because it breaks right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like it, they're not in prison and they're not rich to like control the stake of of prison, but they're the eyes and ears of this institution, mm-hmm. right? So like. You want more of that. You don't get it. I was saying, like, I want more of the AI lady. Like, yeah. that could have been played up crazy. Like, there's seeds of what you would think, like, Blade Runner is and just how technology is overrunning this world and it's so reliant. This one kind of guard keeper, I won't say warden, but, like, she's your help desk and she's, like, your mercenary and she's, like, your executioner. 
But like play all that up. Like she can always be popping into like people and deciding if she wants to help or like a break in the AI. Like there's so many different things you could have done with that type of technology and that character that you've written up that could have been fun for this type of world, right? Yeah, and and we do get a glimpse of because basically all of the um males in I guess all the males really. So I was trying to I was trying to find yeah. the, all the males within the position of like boardroom stuff, but it's all the white men in this are just pieces of shit. And because yeah, like, they run uh, the world and the guards right? too, yeah. right? Like the guards are all males. Yeah, because they run the world, and it's it's very much a man's world in the most um, sexually imbalanced way, or however you want to say that. I don't know if that came out right. Um, but there are there is the one guy, uh, Mister Mackey, <laughs> who doesn't. Seem to follow the, like he's kind of like blended in, but he doesn't right. he doesn't share their thoughts or their values, and <laughs> you know his 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 daughter is in the in clink in the in the bitch, bitch planet. planet. Thank you. <laughs> and he wants to get to see her, right? Um, so he has to deal with these like sexist, racist, like Mister was it the father Josephson is just like a. Yeah, he just starts with like all this like Japanese like he just rage irades, yeah. and I was like, man, I know this is sens- sensationalized, but like this is not too, probably not too far from what, how a lot of the stuff goes on, even in the real real world, right? But uh, it was cool to see how he's his own. He doesn't share the thoughts and values, and I wonder, like, I hope that kind of pays off. In the second half, yeah, yeah. you want to see that this kind of come right? We're not gonna say what that is, but it's just it's just like oh, but like, and that's kind of the thing that they undersold too. Like, how do I talk about it without talking about it? They're, like, there's assemblings, right? And like her, like that's a perfect way to go around and buy into these characters because if Cam needs these specific characters for this one game, you get to do a snapshot in their life, right? Like what brought them here, and like those aren't utilized. On, so, only only get Penny. And how are they also, there's only, sorry to cut you, but there's only like five more issues after this. It's like, how are they, where are they going to go with the games after this? You know what I mean? It's like, that's, I don't know. And they made it like, the game's a big thing. Mm -hmm. Like they, they like basically blackmailed Cam into playing this game and being the captain to it. She had no, like she already knew, like the writing's on the wall. Like we can't win this. Like this is a male dominated game. And again, those stakes too, right? Like you felt like, they're building to this sport, what is going to be like this big kind of coliseum or like tech watcher kind of thing. But it's like on their practice field. Yeah. Well, that's like nobody gives a shit about no, it. No, exactly. That's and that's why it's like a war up game. Right. And that's why they're bringing Mr. Yeah. Mackey in because they want him to build a new like arena. For, stadium, yeah. Stadium yeah. for the games. Yeah. But I'm like, all this is going to happen in five issues. I'm like. Oh, and, and but the, again that's the danger of the comic that's an interesting idea mm-hmm. but you've already interested introduced like six other ideas that we're f- trying to follow yeah. and hope that pay off in the next five issues like you can't wrap up all these things if you decide to go on like three of these and run it out man what could, what this book could have been yeah so we'll, I don't know we'll see like I don't know you got else, anything else to say we I kind of until uh, unless we get this like spoiling territory, which I don't know if we need to. We've, we spoiled a little bit, but uh, when you read it, like read it with the guise of I don't know, like how do you preface this? Like because it took me out. Like when I found out that the writer was white, the story changed for me. Like there was a tinge that changed. Mm-hmm. So like that's a preference that I would walk in because 
even if you see the world differently now coming from a female perspective, great. But a white female perspective and how she sees this future? Because uh, all the black females presented in this are, they speak a certain way. Yep. Like they all came from the same household. It's like, okay. <laughs> and regardless of their innocence are now incarcerated, mm-hmm. right? So, and then you kind of see in Penny's story the type of white women that she's dealing with day to day, right? So like, yeah, that's I right, don't yeah. know. I don't know what perspective that's coming from. And again, it's a female perspective. So like even out of my wheelhouse, but uh, how do we not call this a whoosh? Because we listed off how many different story titles and things that are happening. And we didn't even get to talk about all the stuff that's happening here. There's always something going on that you're like, is this an and then book? Yeah. Like what the hell's going on? Because like, there's a lot of things going on. You're right. There's a lot of things going on and not that many issues left. So no. This is not an ongoing. This is a 10 issue run. And in five of them, there's like all these plot threads already. And it's. What did you think about the art styling? I thought the art style was dope. I liked it. It's but, like simplistic, but it's. You know what it reminded me of? Um, if you've ever seen on the the back of the chair in the airline cards, like it's oh, yeah, almost yeah. like instructional type. Mm-hmm. And I really like how the artist enjoyed the background because there are certain scenes, like even the jogging. Where you see in the background of the the main action of just like fights sporadically breaking out and like that one yes dope. that was dope that was the, when they're on the tre- yeah the treadmills and like yes, Penny and rolls running. off and then she takes on like all the guards and you just start seeing like different yeah. prisoners just jump off and like and then all the prisoners grow and I was like this is this is one of those gems that you love about the book because the action in the background certain art styles and choices yeah like make you fall into what this planet would be like right so. Yeah, the art's art's cool. It's worth checking out, but like, man, it's a whoosh. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I'm gonna give it a whoosh too. For so we are like, a, we didn't. I didn't say this, but we rate this on a good or bad basis. Boom being good, bah being bad, and whoosh being where I just read. So, especially whoosh. especially the yeah, I agree with you. The whoosh, especially the cliffhanger. We even talked about the shower scene, yeah. which they, which you which think, she sends. You think it was gratuitous? Yes, yeah, that is weird. I thought it was. Misplaced? No, well, n- not well paced. No, it, the way they present, like I, at the end of the issue before, like, and next up is the lesbian shower scene. I'm yeah. like, why? And then it, it's that. I'm like, why? I but don't then know. they they try I, they try and pull the rug under what that was, yeah. which was an interesting idea, yeah. but they don't follow through with it. So you're like, so I only get two minutes of this, yeah. and then they introduce another thread point in that. Yeah, I didn't like the way they advertised. I wish they hadn't said anything. They just kind of, I wish they just left it and then. Because it would have been, it would have been better to just read it as it happened rather than be like, "Oh, this issue's got the lesbian scene. Let's see what happens." <laughs> so, it's... I'm interested on the TV rights. Like, are there cameras everywhere? Yep. So, Except in the like, showers, right? That's what they said. That don't make sense. Why wouldn't they be in the showers? You're a prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you think you think right? the guys in this world give a fuck about your personal <laughs> rights? Like, I, no. They, we put you on a planet yeah. with AI. Like you're always being watched yeah. constantly. But then the story wouldn't have progressed the way it had if there I was. So it's just, I it's don't just, know, it's, man. It was just a plot decision, right? Was, That's in the writing. Yeah, I, I agree. No, and that and that like I was like, why wouldn't they have cameras in the showers? Yeah. In this, we place? respect them now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, now, okay. Now we respect <laughs> <your> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we or like we switched to infrared. Yeah. No. You, even that, that's like, a good point. I was that's a good point because I was thinking the same thing when I read it. I was like, mm. 
Yeah, you're having trouble masturbating to that scene. I was. I was, especially because the way it was drawn. I was like, I can't do this to a pamphlet in the back of an airplane. You know, <laughs> Man, that's how you get into the Mile High High Club, though. Because <laughs> you have to be high to be masturbating on a plane. It's a double entendre. <laughs>